Hey you guys, how are you today? Or evening, whenever you happen to be stopping by. I truly appreciate you trusting me with a little bit of your time. If it is your first time to the show, I want to welcome you. Strong body, strong soul. I'm here to remind you that you have both of those things. It's a full range of content here. If you have been stopping by in the past, last time, I released an episode that included kind of an advanced meditation. Chanting was involved. But if you've been hanging out at the show for a while, you know that some of my shows are kind of funny. Some of them are about spirituality. Sometimes I offer great interviews with fantastic people like doctors and authors, musicians, and just everyday people sometimes talking about their own personal experiences with depression and such, full range. In today's show, I want to go ahead and start off with a couple of messages. This first one here is from Milton. He left this message for me a while ago, and it's amazing to hear what he said. (sighs) We're going to be talking about books today a little bit. During this pandemic, I've read quite a few books. One of them was Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey. One of them was called The Year of Yes by Shonda Rhimes. I'll talk about those another time. We're going to get to a different kind of book after a couple of messages here and a couple of comments, and then we'll get into the episode. But I'm so glad you are here. Maria, thank you for sharing uh, your latest on freedom, and thank you for being such a light in our world. I love your voice and and the joy that spreads throughout uh, your vocal cords as you speak, because uh, I'm I'm at peace, I'm calm, and uh, thank you for bringing that to the world, because there's a whole lot of chaos and distractions that are going on, and we need to be centered and be full of joy, and we find peace just in our daily circumstances and moments, and that's what we can do to maximize them. So thanks for sharing. Continue to be a blessing. Thank you. This is Milton at MiltonHerring.com. Milton left me that message before the pandemic. Yes, life is challenging, even more challenging now. But we'll get through it with the help of each other. I think that audio is such an amazing gift, especially being able to record, listening to other people's thoughts and insights and the way God and energy, spirit, whatever you want to call it, works through us to connect with other people. Technology is amazing. If you have been listening to the show for a bit, you know that I'm on the Clubhouse app. That is another kind of technology. It's an audio-only app. It's not recorded unless I choose to do so, and we'll talk about that in a techie episode. Sometimes I'm recording meditations while I'm in the Clubhouse app, and then I'm offering them over there on Insight Timer. Yeah, it can work. It's kind of amazing. But one of the people that I've run into over on Clubhouse lately is Bobby Coons. He used to have a podcast out here called Lighthouse Reflections. The next message here is from Bobby. We were having a little bit of a back and forth in the podcasting realm about energy and God. And I love his explanation here. 
Notice the energy he's talking about at the end of the message. It's kind of similar to the chakra points that I'm talking about quite often when I'm describing meditation. Human language vocabulary. Our intellect, our intuition, our connection with each other goes beyond our words. But I'm so happy that I can share Bobby right here, right now with you guys. Thank you to this platform, this podcasting platform. By the way, I forgot to mention, thank you, thank you, thank you to those of you who are subscribing to this show. I know I've been on a little bit of a hiatus. This is my second episode back from about a month off. And yes, I am still hosting it on the Anchor platform, but that doesn't really matter. What does matter is that you find a platform where you like to listen to podcasts. You subscribe and you figure out how to reach me if you want to send me any messages, by the way, or reviews on the Apple Podcast platform. But I want to thank you from wherever you happen to be listening to the show from. Again, it doesn't really matter. I appreciate you. Bobby's going to mention Anchor. That's why I'm saying something about Anchor. I usually don't talk about them that much. But uh, here we go. Thank you, Bobby. Maria, Bobby here from Lighthouse Reflections, calling in regarding your segment on energy and God. The track in the background is energy, fearless motivation instrumentals. And why? Because everything is energy. I'll give you my brief thoughts on energy, but this was going to require a full answer over on my station. Everything is energy, but there are two kinds of energy. There's catabolic energy, which is destructive and draining, and there's anabolic energy, which is constructive and healing. And the scale runs basically from one to seven. The lower levels are where the catabolic energy sits, levels one and two. Three, four, five, working towards that higher level of energy, and six and seven, unbelievable energy at those levels. And I'll have to elaborate further over on my station. Take care. If you enjoy conversations about spirituality like this one that Bobby's referring to, go ahead and keep checking back to the show here. But I do want to warn you to make sure to pay attention to the titles of the episodes. If it says Wacky Wednesday, it means it's going to be silly. If it says Interview with a Psychic, it's going to be (laughs) a really interesting conversation. So go ahead, look through the archives here, choose episodes that you would like to listen to, of course, and um, feel free to reach out and let me know what your thoughts are. Also, I want to let you know that you are able to reach out to me and other people who enjoy the show here through Facebook. I do have a couple of different Facebook groups depending on your interests. I'll go ahead and put the links in the show notes here for you guys. I have one about meditation, Meditation with Maria, it's called. I have one that's called the Strong Body, Strong Soul group, just in case you want to interact with other people that are listening to the show here. I have a page called Strong Body, Strong Soul as well, but the group is where discussions can happen. 
I also have a group about podcasting. It's called Podcast Support Community. Go ahead and find that if you're interested in podcasting. One of my favorite things to do out here is to really empower people to use their voices in the best way they can. We are all channels for divine love and energy, no matter what you decide to call that. Podcasting can be a great way to connect with other like-minded people or to help relieve some stress and anxiety that you may be having, that you may benefit from speaking. Using your voice to communicate is so important. It doesn't really matter how many people are listening. Just communicating can help so much. Which leads me to the Clubhouse app, which like I said a minute ago, is not recorded, but that's okay. You can tune in to fantastic conversations on the Clubhouse app. If you want to interact with me over there, I am at Maria Speaks. That's my handle on Clubhouse, at Maria Speaks, because that is what I do. I also started a club on Clubhouse. It's called, of course, Strong Body, Strong Soul. I haven't gotten very active there yet, but if you are on Clubhouse, you're welcome to join the club. (sighs) Let's talk about books again. On the Clubhouse app, I've been having some conversations with various people about voice over work. One of the tips that I've gotten from a coach is to read out loud a blind reading, a cold reading, for 30 minutes every day. So I decided to share one of my readings with you guys here. It's from a book. And it's about someone really important in history, in our human consciousness, recording and sharing even of the energy of somebody who is no longer living can be so nourishing to the person reading the book like me and to those listening like you. And perhaps to people in your life, in your life around you that you're interacting with, some of the things that you might hear right now might help you share some more love with them, some more compassion, some more tolerance for those who are different than yourself. So we're going to turn our attention to Mother Teresa of Calcutta. That is right, my friends. Here we go with a 17-minute reading for you guys. And then I'll be back. But here we go with a little bit about Mother Teresa, who is now a saint. Do something beautiful for God. The essential teachings of Mother Teresa. Hello, my name is Maria, and I'm going to read a little bit of this beautiful book for you. 
I'm just going to read from the introduction and a little bit of the biography of Mother Teresa for you guys, okay? It has been 20 years since Mother Teresa died. She died humbly while the whole world was looking the other way. The world was obsessed with the death and funeral of Princess Diana, and Mother Teresa took that opportunity to slip from this world into the arms of her loving God. Mother Teresa captured the imagination of the whole world, just as the first Christians did, by radically embracing the gospel message of Jesus. People from every corner of the world were intrigued with her life and her work. Men, women, and children were fascinated with this Catholic nun in Calcutta. Such is the elusive power of holiness. She is truly a modern example of how universally attractive holiness is. Who loved Mother Teresa? Just Catholics? No. Just Christians? No. Mother Teresa was beloved by men and women of all faiths and men and women of no faith. Why? Because there is simply nothing more attractive than holiness. Holiness itself is irresistible. Here are just some of the things other people have said about the saint of Calcutta. Mother Teresa marked the history of our century with courage. She served all human beings by promoting their dignity and respect and made those who had been defeated by life feel the tenderness of God. That was Pope John Paul II. When she walked into the room to greet me, I felt that I was indeed meeting a saint. That was the Reverend Billy Graham. Mother Teresa is the United Nations. She is peace in the world. That was Javier Perez de Calar, former UN Secretary General. Mother Teresa personified a boldness of spirit and purity of soul revered by the entire world. She served as a model of holiness, virtue, and humility. That was Ronald and Nancy Reagan, 40th President of the United States and First Lady. A loss to the entire humanity She will be deeply missed in our efforts to build international peace and a just, caring, and equitable world order. That was Nelson Mandela, former president of South Africa. Our world has lost the most celebrated saint of our times, This courageous woman gave hope to millions and showed us the power of caring and human kindness. That was Coretta Scott King, civil rights leader and widow 
of Martin Luther King Jr. This evening, there is less love, less compassion, less light in the world. She leaves us a strong message which has no borders and which goes beyond faith, helping, listening, solidarity. That was Jacques Chirac, French president. But each person who encountered Mother Teresa had his or her own experience. Now it is your turn to encounter her or re-encounter her. Her life and her message, they are timeless. She reaches deep into our hearts, minds, and souls and challenges us to embrace the beautiful generosity of our own humanity. You guys, that was the introduction to this book. I'm going to read the biography in just a moment, but I want to go back to what the French president Jacques Chirac said. He said this evening, there is less love, less compassion, less light in the world. I personally, this is Maria speaking now, don't believe that. I believe that her energy and light transcends her life here in human form. I don't think there's less of anything. I think it's here. I think we all have access to it. And it is our responsibility to bring that out in whatever way we can. Your love and light matter. I'm going to move on to the biography now. Biography. She captured the imagination of the whole world. Mother Teresa was born Agnes Bohaksu in Serbia on August 26, 1910. Agnes grew up in Albania, surrounded by wealth and prosperity. Despite their wealth, her parents were models of virtue. They loved each other deeply. And that love overflowed to Agnes and her sister. At the age of 18, Agnes left home to join an Irish order of nuns. Later that year, in December 1928, she set sail for India to begin her work as a novice for the Loretto order. Now, Sister Teresa, she spent most of the next 20 years teaching. In 1937, she made her permanent vows of poverty, chastity, and obedience, and, as was customary, adopted the title of mother. By 1943, India was torn by war and famine. Mahatma Gandhi's great success in freeing India from British rule, had become tainted by civil war between Muslims and Hindus living in India. 
more people than ever descended upon Calcutta. It finally became necessary for the Loretto convent to move the children and the school outside the city. At this time, many nuns and whole orders decided to leave India and close their schools, but Mother Teresa stayed and worked tirelessly. As others left, she taught more and more classes, eventually teaching two subjects to eight grades. She was happy in her work and well-liked. By the mid-1940s, her mere presence already had a power that had been born through hours of prayer and reflection. Soon, Mother Teresa was appointed headmistress, and she wrote to her mother, This is a new life. Our center here is very fine. I am a teacher, and I love the work. I am also head of the whole school, and everybody wishes me well. Her mother's reply was a stern reminder of her original intentions for going to India. Dear child, do not forget that you went to India for the sake of the poor. Kipling described Calcutta as the city of a dreadful night. Mother Teresa was in the capital of poverty a poverty that most people never even witness firsthand, let alone personally experience. Have you been there? Have you seen it on television? Can you picture it? This was the world that surrounded the school, and this was the world that was crying out for help. In 1946, Mother Teresa became very ill herself and was ordered by doctors to have bed rest, for three hours every afternoon. It was very hard for her to rest and not do her work. But this period of time, this period of enforced rest culminated in the directive to go away on a retreat for a month. The intention was that in the interests of her health, she should undergo a period of spiritual renewal and a physical break from the work. On September 10, 1946, she boarded a train for Darjeeling, where she was to retreat. Aboard that train, Mother Teresa had a supernatural experience that changed the direction of her life forever. She referred to it as the call within the call. Many years earlier, she had been called to religious life, the call. Now she was being called to something more, the call within the call. The retreat provided the perfect period of silence, solitude, and prayer to follow the experience God had given her on the train. The next couple of years were filled with dialogue between her spiritual director, the bishop, and Rome. By 1950, at age 40, Mother Teresa had left the school and the Loretto Order, founded the Sisters of Charity, and was living among the poorest of the poor in Calcutta. At this time, she began a new life, dreamt a new dream. She stepped into the classroom of silence, 
sat down with her God and said, How can I help? Over the next 20 years, she would capture the imagination of the whole world simply by living the gospel. Such is the potency and spellbinding power the gospel holds when it is actually lived. When was the last time you stepped into the classroom of silence, sat down with your God, and asked, How can I help? Over the next five decades, Mother Teresa emerged as an icon of modern holiness, capturing the imaginations and intriguing the hearts and minds of people from every nation on earth. Dedicated to a life of simplicity, she gave herself to society's most marginalized victims. Her love for people was tangible. You could see it. You could feel it. You could reach out and touch it. It was real and living. It wasn't a sermon or a speech. Each moment she looked only for the next opportunity to love. For her, every individual mattered. I believe, she once said, in person-to-person contact, every person is Christ for me. And since there is only one Jesus, the person I am meeting is the one person in the world at that moment. Those who spent time with her would often comment, For the moment you were with her, there was only you and her. She wasn't looking over your shoulder to see what was happening around you. You had her full attention. It was as if nothing else existed to her except you. Contrasted against the unbridled materialism of the modern world, Mother Teresa had an attraction that seemed impossible to explain. The contrast between the spirit of the world and the spirit of this woman was breathtaking. Years before, the people of India had traveled hundreds of miles, often on foot, to catch a glimpse of Gandhi. Hindus believe that simply to be in the presence of a holy person brings with it a great blessing. Now they sought the company, the mere presence, even just a glimpse of Mother Teresa, a Catholic nun. Like a magnetic field, she attracted the rich and the poor, the weak and the powerful, irrespective of race or creed. In time, Mother Teresa was awarded the Nobel Peace Prize, the United States Medal of Freedom, and the United Nations Albert Schweitzer Prize. Considered by many to be a living saint, 
She didn't allow all the attention to distract her and remained a soul wholly dedicated to a life of service. Mother Teresa's story is remarkable and so inspiring. This is Maria speaking again. I will read more for you another time. I so appreciate you for being here. I love you. And I hope that you can feel the love of Mother Teresa through my voice and my energy as I live and breathe on this world. God bless you and keep you safe. Thank you for being here. Wow. I hope you enjoyed the episode today. I do hope you take the energy here into your everyday life. I do hope that you check the show notes and see how you can connect with me if you would like to interact, if you would like to let me know what you thought about this episode. Are you feeling it? Let me know through any of the social media platforms that are mentioned. Remember, you can find me on Facebook, you can find me on Instagram, you can find me on Clubhouse. Check the pod page website for other shows. And please do remember to pay attention to the titles of the episodes. It is October right now when I'm releasing this particular episode. So Halloween is happening. Dia de las Muertes is coming up. May you be safe. May you be healthy. May you find peace. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.